we got got and that's the end of it but you know what we prevailed because you turned around and found this article dude, the thing that they're actually trying right to come back dude <laughs> yeah they, they <laughs> thought they were gonna get it past the desoto approach the world's most no, professional dude. podcast yeah okay. yeah we're that's a good at this good point track. we might be the most reliable news source in the country maybe the world honestly <clears throat> welcome to the desoto approach with jake and logan well, I don't know if you would call them aliens. Maybe they're not called that. <laughs> Let's go. All right, bud, we're recording. Hell yeah. Don't hurt, dude. I get the fucking driest hands ever. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Welcome to episode number 13 of the DeSoto Approach. How are we feeling today, Log? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing all right. It's been, it's we been say a little that, nicer we, out here. Was it, was it super cold in Des Moines lately? Yeah, it was fucking freezing today. It was probably... It was. It felt like it was negative out, but I don't think it was. I think that was just the wind chill. But I love how we say that. I love how we start talking to each other like we weren't just talking for like 20 minutes before <laughs> this. I know. We, we got to like start it off, dude. I know. It's, we just, act it's, just, so, just, it's just awkward at first. It's kind of funny, though. Oh, yeah. um, no, I wanted to start us off, start the episode off with a bang today. So we haven't done this for a while. We haven't done this for a few episodes, but Facebook Marketplace, there are some absolute gems on on this, and you found one. You sent it to me the other day, People are and insane. it is, it First might, of all, shout out my friend Amanda. She sent this one to me, but... Yeah. It, this is it from might a, be the th- craziest slash funniest fucking thing I've ever seen on Facebook Marketplace. So it is just a picture of a full ass beehive <laughs> hanging from like a tree limb. Is that like a tree limb inside? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. But it's in somebody's house. The picture of it it's, is in somebody's house. I think they took the whole tree branch down. It is in a fucking house. It's inside. <laughs> full fully put together beehive in someone's house and the caption says beehive found this fall one of the nicest ones i've seen 40 dollars <laughs> 40 bucks dude that is such an insane thing is, to be selling a beehive on facebook marketplace dude. is this a market i don't know about like do, can they just i've I mean, never heard of this before but would someone that runs friends- like a bee farm actually buy something like this no, 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 because those people have those beehives. They're like fake beehives that they have them yeah. in where they can extract all the honey easier. They pull out the little things. Like, this right. is just a legitimate beehive that bees made bee, beebs, that bees made in the wild. Like, it's obviously, like we said, it's on a tree branch. That's insane. To be fair, I will say, I guess I can't tell how big it is in the picture. It looks huge. But there's only, it's like, the massive, one picture dude. It's of it. bigger it than looks a basketball. Massive. It's- yeah about the size of my head yeah it looks huge which i guess it's kind of cool i was talking to a couple of my friends last <laughs> night and they didn't think that it was that weird i think this is fucking insane dude <laughs> it's okay beehives yeah beehives aren't weird but a fucking beehive full full-fledged beehive in your house is weird I think enough it's just an and insane... to sell it on facebook that's even yeah, more yeah, yeah. that's what's crazy is that they're selling it on <laughs> facebook marketplace dude you can find anything on facebook marketplace wild. the next one that you sent me uh <laughs> was <laughs> it's 
basically looks like a cardboard box <laughs> painted white. And it says, free doghouse. It's insulated. <laughs> and you just and have just to be watching like the-, the video one. It's First of all, it's like tiny. It looks so small. It's, just, it's like sized for a chihuahua probably. Oh, right? yeah. It's a very like, it's, small dog. It's, it's like tiny. six inches by six inches. The- I will say it looks pretty sturdy. It's got like, but the thing about it is it has like siding on it and it has shingles on the roof, which is just a piece of plywood, but it has it's shingles on it. dude. There's but shingles. But my favorite thing about this post is that there's only two comments on it. One's a comment and then one is the guy selling it. Oh, it doesn't have it on there anymore, but it said, so this lady commented, don't make dogs live outside. It's cruel. And then the guy replied you're right <laughs> that's why, that's he's, why he's selling, selling the dog it, he doesn't want to have yeah. to force his dog to live outside dude, anymore he fucking absolutely slammed her dude dude she got roasted that's right, right buy it a house <laughs> but by the way it's also just such a shitty dog house like it doesn't look like a fucking dog house like i've never seen someone actually have a dog house have you yeah I don't think I've ever actually seen one, but I've seen them like in I movies. I feel like and maybe stuff. when I was younger, we built our dog a dog like a shitty doghouse, but the dog never went inside of it. It was just like right because you saw it on TV on cartoons. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all, it's all based on fucking Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> but I just think it's so fucking funny, dude. And it's so shitty, by the way. It doesn't look like a doghouse today, and it's got to be like legitimately ch- chihuahua size like my dog is bigger than this thing oh for sure boomer would <laughs> like, not even fit you could even fit a foot taller than this fucking dog house dude. yeah like you could cut off the whole roof and set boomer inside and he still wouldn't fit in this dog house it's just Jesus it's so funny Christ. to be fair though it is free so it's not like he's trying to like Get 50 bucks out of it. He's just giving yeah, it away. Fair. This so. is worth more to be also, this is worth more in raw materials than the fucking $40 beehive is. I'll say that True. right now. Yeah. This thing This is quality engineering right here. You can even take the top off if your dog gets stuck in the tiny fucking door. <laughs> Dude, it looks like a box. It's like a cardboard box. Yeah, that they and like the roof comes like off. A, yeah. Obviously, because this, there's two pictures. One of it is one of it is just completely together, and then the other picture is the roof is off. So I don't know if that's so you can put stuff in there. Yeah. Because the hole looks like it's four inches wide. I guess I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's not next to anything, so I can't tell. But it's in the grass, and it doesn't like it looks so small. I don't know, dude. Moral of the story is: don't make dogs live outside. It's cruel. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man people on facebook dude they always surprise me every single time we see these there's another one that you uh sent me you can go into it if you want yeah yeah so this one is so cool you'd also have to see you have to be watching it this is a pretty visual segment that we got going on here but uh this one is a trolley so like i I live in dubuque then there's this trolley tour company i guess i don't know if they went out of business or if they're just selling this one or what i've never been on the tours but it's like a full-blown trolley 
Also, they're only selling it for $29,000. I feel like that's not that bad. Because this is also could be an entire business. But I thought this was so cool. And I'm trying to convince Logan that we should buy this and do tours on it. You Wait, have to okay, see. You we'll, said that. You were like, you were like, okay, we need to buy this and we just go on tour. I'm like, when you said that, I thought you meant like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like travel around on America tour? on tour. No, no, like, no, dude. Fucking, we'll take I'm people like, okay, on what tours. are we touring? We'll take people on tours in it of I Dubuque gotcha. and we'll just like, we're not going to have any actual script. We're just going to make up scripts of absolute yeah. nonsense of tours in Dubuque of just nothing. Dude. And then we record it. It'll be like a it'll be like an inside joke with people who listen to our podcast. Like we'll record it and post it on our podcast channel and it'll be like the people that we're giving tours to won't know, but everyone on the podcast will think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think it'd be cool. I'm trying to convince Logan that we should buy this because I think it's fucking badass. It looks so cool. We'll put up some of the pictures it, on the YouTube one. Yeah. It I'll looks cool, that, right? Actual, Did you go through yeah. all the pictures of it? The outside, yeah, the way it looks on the outside is actually really cool, but even the inside, the inside it's got like the wooden seating. It's like old yeah. it's like old fashioned. It's a nineteen ninety six, it says. Yeah. Is when it was made. It's pretty it's cool. old fashioned from nineteen ninety six. But it's built to look like old fashioned, I think. <clears throat> oh yeah. The style of it is definitely not from nineteen ninety six. It's like Right. But right. it was built in nineteen ninety six, right? Okay. Yeah, so she's in good but shape. But it has a Bluetooth hands-free speaker system. Oh, it only has 102,000 actual miles on it. That's what it says. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. It says 32-passenger trolley has 5.9 diesel Cummins engine that runs well with 102,000 actual miles. There we go. It's only got 102,000 actual miles. Okay. They might have a couple more, but those aren't actual miles, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, those yeah hands-free count. speaker system included, dude. Bluetooth hands-free speaker system included. Are you shitting me, dude? That's this all is you can modern. Really ask for. All lights, heat, and air conditioning work well. You're not going to get cold. You're not going to get hot. Dude, this is... Let's quit our jobs, dude. Let's just do this forever. <laughs> Dude, we will bend, we will build a tour bus empire. <laughs> We're gonna go put all of our money on red in Vegas and build a fucking tour bus empire. <laughs> After we hit, obviously. That's fucking hilarious. I don't know. I thought it was cool. <clears throat> Alright. What do we got next? I got a good one that's kind of a follow up from last week. <clears throat> we did the whole segment on the how the M&Ms are being redone with better personalities or whatever because they're trying to make it more progressive. Like the one was like, oh, he was a bully. He can't be mean to people. Yeah, and then the one, and that, then, the one that represents Generation Z. <laughs> yeah, so we tied his shoes anxious. to represent... Yeah, we tied <laughs> his shoes to make mean? him less anxious. <laughs> so they're trying to make it all like super progressive and make sure everyone's... In- included or whatever they're trying to do and so but also i found an article uh i think it's mars that makes m&ms right yep or at least that's what you told me last time unless that was misinformation jake dude we spread a lot of misinformation on this (laughs) podcast 
we're actually going to get taken down after this episode for this one. No, I'm just kidding. I no, this so. is this is for sure. It's Mars, Nestle, and Hershey. I don't know. Mm-hmm. One of them makes M and M's, but they're getting they're getting sued in a child slavery lawsuit because they're literally using child slaves to pick the like for like the cocoa farming and cocoa plantations in the Ivory Coast. These people are remaking the M and M's. Because they were too mean or whatever, while they're literally running child slave farms in Africa. That is insane, dude. Dude, I How have can a they not What? It's a cover up. Did this article just come out? No, this is from a while ago. The article oh, was. Okay. I was thinking like if this just came out, like the whole Mars changing the the branding of M&M's could just be a whole cover-up of this. 100% it is. The, they're not going to the, change anything that actually matters. They're just pretending to change stuff that matters. Yeah, and it got a ton of press. They're pretending like the stuff that they're changing, changing matters. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about it. A bunch of people were talking about I it. I know, dude. We fucking got got, dude. Yeah. We got got, and that's the end of it. But you know what? We prevailed because you turned around and found this article... Dude, the thing that they're actually trying right to cover, back, dude. <laughs> yeah, they they <laughs> thought they were gonna get it past the Desoto approach, the world's most no, professional dude. podcast. Yeah, okay. yeah, we're that's a good. At good this try. point, we might be the most reliable news source in the country, maybe the world. Honestly, <clears throat> possibly. If I you mean, fucking it, get us, we're gonna get you. And we got got last week. I'll say it, dude. We did a whole segment on it. Yeah, but, but that's why we keep coming back. We fucking got them, dude. <laughs> that's fucking I don't know, funny man. dude this is so it's so wild it's so wild it's all about everything's all about money i mean everyone knows that that's people say that all the time but it's just so true and it's it's crazy these guys dude i don't know i don't know what else you got we're fucking off m&ms dude yeah, I'm fucking yeah, boycotting okay. M&M's. The case is closed on M&M's. <laughs> the DeSoto approach wins. Done. Um, all right. Just clicked X on it. Fuck them. See ya. <laughs> See ya, bud. What else? Dude, did you... So we were talking about it. We were talking about it before, but uh, the Francis Ngannou fight, did you watch that? Have you followed him much? <clears throat> I didn't watch it, but I do know I've said I saw this on the podcast before. I do know that. Goddamn, uh, real quick. I know that back, he's dude. obviously a fucking monster, and he's a badass. Oh yeah, yeah. And I know he has like the world's. I don't know if this is true. But yeah, no, it is. I'm pretty sure he has the world's hardest punch ever recorded. Yes, dude. which is there is in which is insane. That's unbelievable. That's he's fucking terrifying, dude. For the fight <laughs> on Saturday, he's the scariest person in the world. He's the last person in the world that I would want to fight, probably. 100%. He, for weigh-ins, for the fight on Saturday, he weighed 257, which is him in peak physical conditioning. Mm-hmm. He, like, just regular, like, walking around weight, probably weighs, like, 270 plus. He's a fucking giant person. Yeah. He... Uh, also is like fucking 5% body fat at 257 pounds, dude. Has the hardest ever recorded punch. He also is from like 
a city in Cameroon. I was watching this documentary about him last night. If you made a movie about that guy's life, if, if France and Ghana never existed and they just made a movie that was completely fictitious and it was about exactly what has happened in his life, you'd be like, oh, this stu- movie's stupid because it's so unrealistic. Yeah. He was literally so poor, like growing up in some uh, in a village in Cameroon. He was working in a sand mine when he was like 10 years old, escaped from Cameroon, like got a little older, always wanted to be a boxer. He would see videos on like YouTube or something. They didn't really have TV, but they had like the internet and stuff. He would see videos on like YouTube of Mike Tyson and he fucking loved Mike Tyson. He wanted to be a boxer and he would always tell me, he was like, yeah, I'm going to be, he's like, I'm going to be like Mike Tyson. Like I want to be the best boxer in the world. And everyone's like you fucking idiot no you're not like you're not gonna you can't do that like from where he was from like everyone was so poor like i said he literally when he was a kid he had to work in a sand mine so they could buy food for his family when he was like 10 years old and then uh so i think he would kind of do stuff in like the villages like around where he was from there's like kind of a bigger city that they lived near in cameroon that he would go to and i think he did like some kind of training and stuff and then eventually he was like okay i have to get out of here i have to go he wanted to go to europe and he was like oh i want to go to uh spain was like the closest they had to go through like four or five countries through the fucking sahara desert go to morocco and then there was like a city in morocco that spain owns and if they could get to that city then technically they would be in spain i don't remember exactly but so they had to go through the fucking sahara desert he was like in the back of this truck where he almost he was like People just fall out. There's like 25 people in the back of like a Toyota Tacoma and people would just fall out and they'll just leave you there because they can't stop. Oh my God. Yeah. Got all the way through there. Took him like a full year from when he left to getting into the city in Morocco and then was like in jail in Spain for being like illegal immigration stuff for like another couple months. Finally went to France, wanted to be a boxer and then uh, started the first day he got to France. He just went to a boxing gym and was like, I don't have any money. Like, I can't pay you, but I just want to train. I want to be a boxer. And they, like, had him train a little bit with them. And they uh, they were interviewing the owner of the gym that was training him when he first got there. And they were just like, this guy's just raw natural ability was unlike anything they'd ever seen. Obviously, it was just some small boxing gym in France. Yeah. So he started out as a boxer. I didn't know yeah, that. that's what he always wanted to be. And then I didn't uh, know any of this actually. That's dude, insane. you have to I'll send you the documentary I was watching. Okay. Uh it's so fucking crazy. It will make I'm the biggest Francis Ngannou fan now. He's just fucking that guy bets on himself, dude. Even for this last fight, too. Yeah. But hang on. So he was like, uh doing that, and then some guy that he knew was like, Hey, uh, you should train like MMA. Like you have it because he's never really like done like formal training for boxing and like just the sheer like athletic ability of this guy they're like you should do mma he had no idea what it was didn't know anything about mma didn't know anything about jujitsu didn't know anything about fucking anything at this point and just kind of started training with them and then did a couple fights and was just like winning a bunch i mean fighting against like really low level guys but with yeah. zero training a guy I mean, like that like yeah, you just mo- beat the shit out of anybody start, he's yeah. a different level of human being and uh <clears throat> Started doing that and then eventually, like, worked his way through, like, France, which is where he was, like, living at the time. And then I think, like, a couple fights in, like, I don't know, other parts of Europe. And then eventually, like, got a contract with the UFC, started fighting with the UFC, and then, like, was fucking kicking everyone's ass and then lost his first title fight, came back uh, a while later, and then ended up winning. So he was the champ. And then this last fight. He even had, like, beef with the UFC where they weren't... Because he was only getting paid, like, $500,000 to fight 
as oh the gosh. in like a title fight for the UFC heavyweight champion. He was getting and he's paid like getting five six hundred thousand like, dollars. Francis Ngannou yeah. is getting pay per views for yeah, sure, dude. so he's making them money. Oh yeah, and that's like Jake Paul. So Jake Paul's done like five boxing fights against no one that's even a boxer. Like just yeah. fucking. I mean, uh, Tyron Woodley's the only like real. I guess Ben Askren he fought too, but Tyron Woodley's like the best fighter that he's fought. But he wasn't a boxer. Yeah. He's made like twenty five million dollars so far. Francis Ngannou in his whole career in the UFC, he's had before this fight. He's had two title fights. The first one he lost. The second one he won, and he's made in his whole career like two and a half million as the fucking UFC heavyweight champion. The best. Yeah. Like. No one in the world can beat that guy in a fucking fight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the heavyweight champion about... of the UFC. That's fucking crazy. He's getting paid like six hundred thousand dollars a fight. Jake Paul yeah. has made twenty five million, <laughs> dude. He's just some asshole. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's crazy. That's so <laughs> wild. Did you know uh, that Francis Ngannou fought that entire fight with a torn MCL? Yeah, that's why he was wearing those knee sleeves. Yeah, that's fucking. Dude, I didn't know that until after the fight. Yeah, so no, I don't think anybody knew because I remember watching it and uh, he was wearing like the knee sleeves and they're like, uh, or like the knee wraps or whatever. Yeah. And when he was walking up, they're like, "Oh, we don't know if he's had like a knee injury because like nobody wears those. He's never worn them before." Yeah. And we like, they're like, "We don't know if he has some kind of knee injury. Like that might affect him, whatever." And uh, yeah. he just fucking manhandled that guy. But leading up to this fight, so he's had beef with the UFC for a while just because he wasn't getting paid very much, which is like a a big thing lately in the UFC. The fighters not making very like the undercard guys make like fifty grand a fight, which is not very much money That's if you're at the highest for level. Your, yeah, for putting dude, like your you whole could, mental health and body on the line. Yeah. Like Imagine your job is going in to fight a guy like fucking Francis Ngannou. <laughs> Dude, like you're fucking that entire time that you're fighting, you're fucking one slip up away, one slip up away from just maybe dying. Yeah. Like how hard that or guy can punch. Brain if dead, he just fucking catches you straight in the face as hard yeah. as he can, you would you'd be fucked. Like Yeah. I don't now know. Now he wants to go now he wants to go fight uh I don't know if this is true, if this is like from Francis Ngannou's mouth or if it's just a rumor, but I'm pretty sure he wants to fight uh Tyson Fury now the world yeah. heavyweight boxing title which would yeah be that dude that that's gonna break some fucking pay-per-view records i bet oh yeah now that but francis Tyson Ngannou, i feel like francis Ngannou has slowly started to make a name for himself and now like everyone knows yeah knows him. like even Ab- he, even just like fair weather ufc fans know like they know francis Ngannou. yeah that's like me like i'm not huge in the ufc i don't watch everyone Same, i watch yeah. like the big name guys like there's a few guys i like but like I don't watch every UFC event. I don't really yeah. know the rankings well, even for most people, of the weight classes. Yeah, even people that don't watch UFC at all, like there's still a lot of people that probably know who Francis Ngannou is now. Yeah. So yeah. like, and obviously everyone knows Tyson Fury after you know the last few fights he's had against. Wilder. Oh, he's the best boxer ever. Yeah. He also is at a crate. He was okay. Just, he was the best boxer ever. Yeah, dude. You think anybody ever could beat? Tyson Fury in a boxing match. He's like, how much does that guy weigh? Look okay, are you adjusting for weight classes or are you saying the best heavy? No, 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 no. Not time? adjusting for weight classes. I'm saying no one that's ever lived could beat him in a boxing match. 
He's fucking six foot nine. He's like a giant person. He's <laughs> dude. He's six foot nine, two hundred and seventy eight pounds. You don't think that there's like yeah yeah Floyd Mayweather's more skilled, but he's six foot nine, two hundred and seventy eight pounds. That's like what I'm saying about Francis Ngannou too. There's nobody in the world that can beat him up, even if they're a better like technical fighter. He's so much bigger and stronger and so still if there skilled. was no so you're Tyson saying Fury's there was also no super classes. skilled. If there was no weight right. classes, no one would beat him. That's what that's what I'm saying. saying. Not like pound for pound. Floyd Mayweather's probably like pound for pound the best boxer. You know, what ever, about right? like, or like a Muhammad Ali? Mike like Muhammad Tyson, Ali dude. is Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mike Tyson's half the size Muhammad of Tyson Ali. Fury. Like Muhammad Ali was like Yeah, but a fucking Mike Tyson's a crazy pounds. person. Yeah, but Tyson Fury weighs a hundred <laughs> pounds more, dude. Not really. Tyson was pretty big, but he's six. I, I think he's just so much bigger that it's yeah. just overwhelming. Right here, Mike Tyson was 5'10", 220. Yeah, that's he's literally close. almost a fucking foot taller. Yeah, and f- sixty pounds more. Like that's yeah. just overwhelming at that point. You know what I mean? Like Tyson fought people that were bigger than him. That's why you have but to say not like that much bigger. Yeah, that's why you have to say like Floyd Mayweather is the pound for pound best right. boxer ever. Right. Or Floyd Mayweather's Mike, not going to beat Mike Tyson. You yeah, know what I mean? Like it's the same bigger. thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's another sport you could do that with? Like Not many, but there's sports that are like, like saying, positionally. Like Tom Brady's the best football player ever, yeah, that's but a good he's one, not actually. like he's not the best yeah, football yeah, like, player ever, but he's the best quarterback ever right most successful football player ever yeah right i would think so um yeah i mean you have the most super bowls so yeah i'd say that's the top yeah. thing you could do in the sport is win a super bowl right, dude he's on seven dude also kind of a subject change but did you watch any of the football games this weekend the playoff games uh yeah unfortunately what a Good weekend. Oh, yeah, because you're a Packers fan, aren't you? <laughs> R.I.P., dude. R.I.P. the Packers. Dude, get Rodgers out of there. Aaron Rodgers, dude. See ya, bud. Go to Denver. We don't want you anymore. <laughs> go to Denver. Dude, also, the most Aaron Rodgers thing, him go, he'd go to Denver, and then they'd win the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> probably. That's probably what's going to happen. But, hey, you know what? Whatever he decides is okay with me because the Packers always come up with something. They're not the fucking Bears, dude, or the Vikings. Dude, the Vikings and the Bears are just always going to be bad. They'll have, like, one good season every 10 years, and then it's just they're going to be bad after that for the next 10 years. Like, the Packers will always, like, put something together. Like, Brett Favre, dude, Brett Favre was not that good of a quarterback. Like, Are overall, you shitting I, me, the fucking gunslinger? Dude, He, I get that he made insane plays, but overall, yeah, as a quarterback, good, though, dude. as a quarterback – he wasn't that great of a quarterback. Dude, don't you he talk shit about He threw so Brett many Favre. interceptions. Like I no, I'm not talking shit. I like I love I love Brett Favre. Trust me. Brett Favre was my favorite athlete As when I was like 8 years old. Player, obviously. Nothing else. Do not condone anything else he does. Did he do anything bad, Brett Favre? <laughs> he like <looked laughs> I honestly don't know Dude, that much on. about Brett Favre. Me, Wait, what did he do? Let me confirm this. I know he did something with like sending nude pictures. Uh, let me look up. Oh, this. we're gonna get mad for sending dick pics now, Logan. Since okay, when is that wait illegal? till you see who they were too. 
was it Charlie D'Amelio? Because that'd be <laughs> <Dude>. fucked up. <laughs> I just Googled Brett Favre nude pics, and the first thing that came up was an article with quotes. <laughs> quotes around it. It says, Brett Favre once sent me a cock shot. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Dude, Brett Favre was my favorite athlete when I was like eight years old. I didn't even really like the... Yeah, dude, I didn't even really like the Packers that much. I just loved Brett Favre, dude. I had a, like, hat that was just a picture of Brett Favre. It didn't say anything on it. It was just a picture (laughs) of Brett Favre like this. Just getting ready to fucking... Just getting ready to fucking gunsling, dude. He used to be, like, my favorite player, too, when I was little. But, like, originally, I was a Cowboys, so I was a Cowboys fan because my dad liked the Cowboys. And then Jordan became a Bears fan because my grandpa liked the Bears. And then out of spite of Jordan, I became a Packers fan because I I was like, fuck you, Jordan. I'm a Packers fan now, bud. Let's go Favre. And uh, ever since then, I've been a Packers fan. But that made me think. I just got like deja vu or a flashback or something. Do you remember when they used to play arena football on like local channels on like Saturday afternoons? Do you I ever don't remember that? No. Dude, that used to be like my favorite thing to fucking watch. The Dallas Desperados, dude. That was my team. <laughs> it was before the Barnstormers came back. It was before the Barnstormers came back. The Dallas Desperados, dude, they were the best team in arena football. But I don't know why. That was just a side note. I remember remember watching that all the time. And now it's just not even on TV, even though it's fucking fun to watch. Very underrated sport, arena football. Arena football is fucking sick, dude. <clears throat> we should go. We should go to a Barnstormers game sometime. We should. They're fucking good, dude. They won the championship, didn't they? Who this year, I have no idea. I don't follow them. I don't even know when the season uh, is. We went to the championship a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, I have no idea. And they won it. Yeah, yeah they won Wells it a few Fargo. years ago, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, the championship game was at Wells Fargo? Yeah, we went to it. It was fun. They just got Joey home field is advantage like, for the championship game? Yeah, I think they just do, they don't do a neutral site because there's not a lot of money in arena football. So I think they just do. Yeah, that's fair. Whoever's the number one seed gets the, gets the home or the field advantage. the highest seed. Yeah. Yeah, or the, the highest seed, yeah. Right. Which they were the number one seed. They're the fucking best, dude. Uh, Kurt Warner, baby. Tying it back. Tying it back. <laughs> dude, speaking of fucking Kurt Warner, I can't believe we didn't think to talk about this. Him and him and Peyton Manning were at your old stomping grounds. Yeah, dude. Well, they were at the Cedar Rapids one. Cedar Wasn't Falls. It? They're a Cedar the Falls Cedar one. Falls, the one that he uh, actually worked Ivy. at. Well, yeah, he worked at an older one, but he worked at a Cedar Falls. The one in Cedar Falls. That's funny, dude. But anyways, what I wanted to say about the fucking games this weekend, on Sunday night, I was working at the brewery that I work at, and the Bills-Chiefs game was the later game, and we close at 8. But it's like, if it's kind of busy, we stay open until whenever people leave. But there was like four people in there. And none of them were, like, drinking or anything. Usually, I wouldn't care. I just kind of start cleaning up. But I was like, all right, guys. Like, we're kind of – we close at 8, technically, if you guys want to get out of here. And then they were leaving. And there's this kind of older get the fuck guy. Out of here. That, yeah. But there's this older guy that uh, always comes – he lives, like, across the street from there. I mean, he's not old. He's probably, like, 
55 Middle-aged, but uh yeah. he he lives like across the street and he always comes in and just has a couple beers and he was watching the game and uh i was just kind of talking to him and then so i kind of had everyone leave and then he was hanging out i was like oh you can hang out i was like i kind of just wanted to get him out of here to watch the rest of this game it was like the beginning of the fourth quarter right around eight o'clock so i was like cleaning up and i wanted to watch the end of it because i don't know if you watched that game but that's one of the best yeah, games game i've maybe the ever most seen unbelievable finish I think yeah I've ever seen yeah in a and then game. so i was like talking to this guy and he's apparently from new york went to school in buffalo like fucking huge bills fan from when oh. he was young and so we were watching together just me and this guy drinking some beers and watching this game Dude, we went fucking nuts both times because two times in the last two minutes they had fucking go-ahead touchdowns. We're like, the first one, we're like, look, they got a couple minutes left. Like, they could do this. Like, they could get, they could go up. They score that touchdown. We're fucking going nuts. But then we're like, kind of yeah. like, shit, dude. Like, a, there's like a minute 52 left or whatever. A lot like, of time. That's for a lot Patrick of time. Mahomes. Yeah, like, that's a lot of time for, yeah, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They go down, fucking scored, and we're like, fuck, dude. There's like a minute left. And they're like, Shit, I mean, they did it. There's still a minute left. That's a decent amount of time. The Bills did it again with 13. So me and this guy, I've never even, like, really met this guy. We're fucking going crazy. We're the only people in there. I just wanted the Bills. I like the Bills, too. Like, yeah. I just you like Josh Allen. Like, it's cool to see them do well. They're fucking good. And uh, this guy is just a huge Bills fan. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm rooting for the Bills on this one. We're going yeah. crazy. There's 13 seconds left. We're like, we can't believe they fucking did it. And then they came back and kicked that field goal, that with 13 fucking seconds, they came back. They ran the two plays, drilled the field goal. But that was such a crazy game. That was such That's, a good game. Dude, if you're on the Bills, you if you're on the Bills, you 100% think you just won the game. If you score Twice, with dude. 13 seconds. Okay, but Even, the first one's like, okay, they still have a chance. Let's just play yeah. D. Let's hold them. The second one's like, all right, baby, we just Done. got this. 13 seconds. 13 seconds? How Done. do you drive down the whole field? I've never seen that. How do you, At the end no. of the game, especially, you drive down the whole field in 13 seconds, and then yeah, dude, I, somehow it helped that they had a timeout. If they didn't have a timeout, yeah. they wouldn't have. But no, they have been that done. one timeout helped them out a lot. They did you yeah. see? I saw a thing of like the post game interviews. Travis Kelsey just was like calling the plays. Like that wasn't the rap, the one where he went like right through the middle and caught it and like got the yeah. extra yards right before they kicked it. That wasn't the route that he was supposed to run. And he was just telling like Mahomes about it right before the play. He's like, they're just leaving me open like right through the it's middle. He's like, I'm just gonna run straight through that seam. And they did it. And but right before the play, you can hear uh Mahomes yelling like Kelsey do it do it or something he fucking takes off just drills him they fucking get it call timeout and kick a field goal dude that's a fucking badass dude and I love when overtime rules like are so shit yeah oh yeah yeah like the fact that when... the Chiefs just got the ball they go down and score and it's over yeah they like that's at least get a chance yeah yeah exactly it's what like that's yeah. how the college rules are the college rules are way better for overtime it's just like it's bullshit but it also it's like Whoever side you're on, like if you're a Chiefs fan, you're like, oh, I like the overtime rules. It's just like whatever yeah, shit, it, whatever side. Because of the, if the Bills got the ball, it'd be the Chiefs same fan, thing. You'd be pissed. Yeah, if you're a Chiefs fan though, you have to under, you have to recognize that that's still a bullshit like rule. Yeah, it's a bullshit but, rule. But no, what I, I was gonna say something about, uh, you were just talking about how Kelsey was like changing the plays. Yeah, mid like in the middle of the game. That's that's so cool to me because. A lot of times you don't see NFL players. I don't know. You just you're always watching NFL, and they just seem 
so perfect at what they do. Like everything's just so like yeah, dude. well cuz they are. Yeah, it's, it's just like so like how... structured. So it's cool when you see see them make an audible like that just fucking wing it in the middle of a game yeah. like that. That's so right. that's so cool. And it just ends up working out. That's what like, yeah. ends up working out. They get a timeout and kick the fucking field goal. That was a lot. Now that now the Chiefs have to play the Bengals, which I'm pretty Dude, I want the sure. Bengals to win. I do too, but I want the Bengals to win. Same. Joe I want the Burrow, Bengals to win the Super Bowl, dude. Joe now, Burrow I, winning a Super Bowl? Come on. Yeah, I've already accepted the Super Bowl is not going to be that good, but so what? I think all the teams that the are Rams left. Rams and 49ers. The Rams I would be the, cool. The, okay, the Rams versus Chiefs would be cool because those two offenses would be fucking insane. It'd be like a Bills yeah. Chiefs. But yeah. I also, on another note, I want Joe Burrow just to go in and win a fucking yeah, Super Bowl, dude. dude. That'd be I think so that'd sick. be so cool. I love yeah. all the memes on Twitter. Are just like it'll just be like a picture of Joe Burrow. It's like this is the only man standing between Jackson Mahomes twerking at the Super Bowl or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Everyone just fucking hates Jackson Mahomes so yeah. much, dude. He's he's the worst. We were talking. So. Yeah, we were I talking mean, about. Everybody we talks about, about him. it, but he fucking is, dude. Yeah, like we it's not a new take, but I, I was like telling Kyla, I was like, if I was in Jackson Mahomes' position, though, I would totally do the same. I wouldn't do it as like the way he does it and be annoying about it, but I would def one hundred percent take advantage of the fact that my brother is fucking Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you can't fault him for that. It's just the way that he does it is so cringy. Everything he does is just so worst. fucking cringy. He's the worst. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> yeah, dude. I don't know. What else we got, man? I'm fucking past Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough for Jackson Mahomes. Fuck that guy, dude. Um, but yeah, I, I would like. You... I would like to see a. I would like to see a Rams Bengals Super Bowl. I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's probably gonna be Rams Chiefs. Would love to yeah. see Rams Bengals. I, I like the Rams too. I would I either. Know, dude. It could be. I would any, either want to see anybody. I would either want to see the Rams versus Chiefs or the Bengals win it. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to watch the Rams, the Rams Chiefs more, Chiefs. but I want the Bengals to win <laughs> for yeah. sure, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. All right, wait. What else were you saying though? <clears throat> Oh, I, w- I sent you this earlier, but we got we got beat to the punch. Oh, and fucking. When I say that, I mean we got beat to the punch on the first ever Metaverse podcast. This fucking I just dumb googled, son of a bitch. I, I googled earlier today. I googled how to, because we don't know what the fuck the Metaverse is. Who does? Dude, I, I feel like I try to understand stuff like that i don't know what i don't know dude yeah I don't so know, i just man. googled I'm it i'm like idiot, maybe though. someone can maybe someone can explain this to me found a youtube video posted nine hours ago dude like nine hours before probably like 12 hours ago from now like in this present yeah. moment and the gym shark founder his name's ben francis him he has a podcast and him and his ben francis and gano <laughs> yeah they don't look anything alike uh 
but he they did the first ever podcast in the fucking metaverse dude and i was just like i was so pissed they must have but then i started our episode a couple weeks ago oh for sure they're actually big fans of the desoto approach well most people are fans of the most professional thing on the internet well, podcast. Yeah. Obviously. Well, we'll still have the most professional podcast in the metaverse. I'm sure theirs is dog shit, dude. Ours is good. Do you see the fucking... <laughs> it wasn't good, dude. They were playing tic-tac-toe and me? stuff. Like, yeah. Wait, is this backwards or is it Can you? Is it straight? I just thought of that right now. Oh, I can see. You can see it. Fuck! Oh, no. <laughs> Dick shot. <laughs> wow. Okay, pause. We're pausing. All right. This is the most. See, this is okay. We fucking recover, dude. We fucking recover. We're the most professional podcast in the world. Yeah. But we're back. You can see this, right? Yep. Yeah, it's it's the right way. Dude, this is professional right as fuck, dude. But you think anyway, they have decorations was... like that? No. <laughs> Off the topic of talking shit about the Jim Shark CEO, <laughs> and maybe say something more positive. Uh, since we, since we have been kind of going along with the, with the trend of talking about like cool business successes, things like that. Yeah. Uh, I just started watching or reading some articles on him and I watched a video on it and it's pretty cool how they started Gymshark. Like he was going to college to be like a computer programmer. He was, he was, he was going to get a job in like IT basically and he started um coding iphone apps like uh fitness apps things like that so he was he was into like technology but also into fitness at the same time and he started coding like training apps things like that and he eventually had a couple apps that were like top charts of apple which was this was like really years ago or not not too long ago maybe not 10 maybe like six or seven but from there, him and his buddies just like started this drop shipping company of supplements. Like they just started drop shipping supplements on a website called gymshark.com. And it was like, you know how they refer to certain businesses as like dot com at the end? Like uh fuck. Like their brand is their URL. Oh, like crypto.com. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like that. Yeah, That's yeah, what I'm saying. It used to be gymshark.com. Like they'd put that on a shirt, gymshark.com. Yeah, yeah, That's funny. And it ended up like basically they were just uh, they were just doing supplements, things like that, just drop shipping, buying them from suppliers and then reselling them on their websites. That's all they were doing. And they'd brand them as gymshark.com. And they started making like, they started drop shipping like t-shirts and stuff. And then they started getting like requests like, do you guys have any fitness clothing, things like that? And then him and his buddies were like, like, we should do this. We should try to like come up with something. So they started calling, uh, clothing manufacturers, things like that. And nobody had, nobody had any of the materials or any of the types of clothing that they wanted to use for their brand. So they just, yeah. <clears throat> dude, they emptied, they had like $10,000 in their bank account. Which is like, which is a lot if you're just like starting a business for like a company like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like in, co- like a in drop college. Company. Yeah, they're just right. in college. They took all ten grand, which that number could be way off. I just, I'm assuming, I'm pretty sure it was around there. They took all of that and went out and bought some printing presses and sewing machines, dude. 
and materials and they just started sewing their shit they like they legit were making it they were making Damn. like he has he has the ori- he has like the five original pieces of gym shark clothing and Damn. He, him and his friends like started selling the shit out of these shirts and they're like dang like we need to start going out and promoting it and they start going to like these fitness expos and they would just spend all their money that they had to get into these fitness expos and get a get a booth and they would just yeah. like try to like make friends with all of these like professional weightlifters and bodybuilders and just, yeah. and just give them free shirts and stuff like that and then it kind of turned a- into it kind of turned into like free influencer marketing without them knowing it like these guys would be wearing their clothes and then people would be like where are you getting these clothes and then it just kind of like it just it, it was just cool how it just it was incepted and like i don't know it's just cool that it, it's just a good story of like if you have an idea just fucking start just start something and then see where it goes yeah and yeah and it's really cool because i've like followed a lot of like uh fitness stuff or like fitness youtubers and stuff for a while and it's really cool how they marketed like i've never seen maybe like more recently i think but i don't think i've really ever seen like gymshark ads but i would see gymshark shit like everywhere it wouldn't be like a regular advertisement like when you're scrolling through instagram stories and there'd be a gymshark ad it would be like different like gym influencers would be like oh i'm now a gymshark athlete or whatever and they would just have like you said like social media marketing not necessarily free because they'd give these people stuff and like say they're sponsored by them or whatever but they wouldn't pay for like traditional advertising it was just through like influence influencer advertising i feel like they were kind of one of the first companies to really get big into that because they were like the like influencer advertising company for the fitness industry at least like they were the big ones that did that like i said i would see it all over but i don't think i would really ever see like gym shark ads yeah that's really cool i think that's why he was like he was saying it was so smart accident yeah he was like it was an accident because we'd go like we would just go to these expos and be like hey do you guys want to try our shirts like just here here's some like they yeah. just wanted to get their name out there, but they didn't realize that they were doing influencer marketing at like, they didn't realize that these people that they were giving oh, shirts okay. to had hundreds of thousands of people. Right. To yeah. Reach. Cause you don't know, like the fitness industry is weird. Like there's people that are famous as fuck that are just like, yeah. Right. Fitness influencers on YouTube. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird how crazy just, like niche markets are. There are now like that. Yeah. Are it's huge, cool, but aren't famous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's people that are, like, household names that are famous. And there's people that have, like, hundreds of thousands, like, millions of subscribers on YouTube. And, like, unless you, like, are in that niche interest group, like, you don't even know who they are. That's yeah. weird. And it's, like, it's, like, we all live in these, I don't want to say this word because everyone always fucking says it, but, like, echo chambers. Like, where you have, yeah, like, you have... Like I watch it. Let's say I watch a podcast on YouTube of, I don't know, your mom's house or something like that. And then right. like, the suggested YouTube videos are going to be like other comedians that have podcasts. But like, yeah, if you're someone who never watches podcasts with comedians, you're never going to get suggested those other podcasts. So like a podcast that I might think is like super famous and everyone knows might not actually be as famous as I think it is. You know what I mean? But it it's is like, still super famous. Like they still have it, no, a it fuck is, but ton I'm of listeners. It's like, but it's not like yeah. a household. Like everyone knows what it is. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just so like directly targeted with like the algorithms of stuff. Like the people that yeah. would like to see it are the only people it's getting promoted to 
but they do see it. So there's a fuck ton of That's people true. that see it. But there's not like tens of millions. It's, it's not like there's targeted. 10 million people that it's like uh, exposed to and then only 5 million people like it. It's only exposed to 6 million and 5 million people like it. I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, it is cool how like targeted the algorithm stuff is. But It's like... Uh... Oh, fuck. This light is coming through my window. Dude, you're really fucking this up right now. <laughs> As I just ripped my fucking phone off the thing. <laughs> uh, no, like you were saying, so that so that's kind of like, like the Tonight Show, things like that. That's getting marketed to millions of people that don't even want to watch it. So that's why exactly. it's to a lot of people. So everyone knows what the Tonight Show is, but most of those people don't actually watch it. They have the, the same Tonight amount Show. of fans. Yeah, they have the same amount yeah. of... The fucking Jimmy most Kimmel, people, or like Jimmy Fallon, the yeah. same amount of people probably like consistently watch Jimmy Fallon as the amount of people that watch prob- like even your mom's house. Like they have a big following, but not as many people yeah. know of it because it's such a like niche internet thing kind of like, I don't most, know, that's what's really yeah. cool. Most of the people that, yeah, most of the people that know about your mom, let's, we keep saying your mom's house, but any like internet podcast, yeah. like most that's just people like that a really big one. It, that's not probably like, probably listen to it. Yeah. Like most people that know about it probably listen to it. So like exactly. hundred, say like 200 views, say we have a pod, say this podcast gets like, let's say it gets like 500 views on YouTube. I would take that over 10,000 views on fucking ABC. You know what I mean? Or right. I don't know. Yeah. That's a bad example. Well, that's but, a, you know like, what I mean? Like, there's, like it's most reaching of the more people, people that watch the Jimmy- 500 what was that? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like the most or most of the people that know of Jimmy Fallon or like his show don't watch it. I don't think I've ever watched yeah. a full episode of it. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, I don't think I've maybe ever two, watched but, like yeah. actually sat down and watched an entire episode. Like, ooh, I've Jimmy seen like Fallon random. Yeah, exactly. But I watch. Yeah. I mean, I watch a lot of like your mom's house episodes on like even on YouTube or like just listen to him. Like, I don't know. Like people that religiously watch Jimmy Fallon, it's the same amount of people that watch that. Like we were, I guess we were just saying this, but yeah, it's just cool how you can be so niche and not famous, but have the same amount of followers. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Dude, that's just why the internet's fucking wild. The internet's yeah. so fucking wild. It's cool for kind of every industry like there's people like that make a living off of making music that 20 years ago never would have been able to do that because you can just find a oh. market of people that want to listen to your music if you're good and like you don't need a record label or yeah. anything to sign you like it's still yeah. hard like, like you still have to be talented but you can do that yeah if you're a if you're a musician and you have i don't know a hundred thousand followers on instagram that's not a lot of people compared to the seven and a half billion people in the world, but a right. hundred thousand people that's going to get you decent ticket sales touring around the U right. S like you could still make a living on it, selling t-shirts, like doing shows, selling all different kinds of merch, you know, whatever right. influencing money. Like if you have like brand deals, like you can make a living off of things that you never could have done before. And I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, people talk about that a lot, but I guess, but I still feel like a lot of people don't understand that. Like a lot of people like 
people that are upset that Logan Paul is famous or like that ninja guy that was making a fuck ton of money. Yeah. People don't it's understand like how the... that works. Like, cause there's so many people watching him, even though you don't give a shit. Everyone kind of, he kind of got big enough where everyone heard about him, but it's because he was so big. They're like, yeah. I remember this always, but still everyone watching too. him like, is interested in him. Right. But that's why he's making so much money is because he has hundreds of thousands of yeah. people watching him. He can get sponsorships. He can have if he's selling merch, if he has five hundred thousand people watching and ten percent of the people who these people obviously like what he's doing, if they're gonna go out of their way to watch it on Twitch. Like it's not just on TV and that's what's on. You have exactly. to intentionally seek him yeah. out and follow him. So let's say ten percent of the people that are watching him, which isn't even an insane number for people that are already seeking him out to watch all of his stuff. There's five hundred thousand people and ten percent of them buy a t shirt. That's 50,000 people that bought a t-shirt, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. You drop a t-shirt every month and you get fucking 10% boom, to dude. buy a t-shirt. You got 50 grand a fucking month. Like that's, ins- that's yeah. And I it don't is, get like, it always makes me mad. There's a divide though. To- there's a divide between like our generation and like Gen Z's. And then that not between so there's a divide between younger generations and older generations because a lot of the older generation people don't understand that concept of like a niche. Like a niche is a good thing now. Yeah, like dude. if you would have asked somebody yeah. 20 years ago, like, hey, I have this product. It's really niche though. It's really niche. So I don't know. Like it's it was like a bad thing. But now yeah. if you have a product that's because really it would be niche, so, it's like it would take you thing. so much it would take you so much effort to get it to the people that would be interested in it. Now you can get, you can talk to anybody in the world for free on the internet. Like, yeah. And you can target your stuff at like the algorithms on social media literally help you with that. If you write your descriptions and everything, the way that you like gear, like gearing it towards the audience that you want to, you know, go after, then it's, it's very, it's a lot easier than like putting an ad in the newspaper for a fucking, yeah. And I remember like the, that you're the to sell older generations just get you know. fucking because people don't like stuff that's new <laughs> that they don't understand. Like uh, I was talking to this guy one time at the bar that I worked at and he was uh, it was right after that kid won like that like 16 year old kid won like three million dollars because he won that Fortnite competition. Do you remember that? There was like some huge Fortnite world competition, and like a sixteen-year-old kid won it, uh, and the prize for first place was like three million dollars. Oh. So sixteen-year-old kid won like three million dollars. It was yeah. a few years. I don't ago. know if I'm thinking like of the same one as twenty nineteen. I I remember a story about yeah some yeah, young but I kid just winning like a huge fucking news. ass yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And uh, there was this like uh couple that was at the bar that I worked at, and they're probably he was like in his mid fifties probably, and he's just like he's just one of those old guys that doesn't want anything new he's like i don't get that that's 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 bullshit you can't be w- making that much money off of video playing video games that's that's a crock of shit or something like he was talking about i was like wait but like why though but they make money because there's, i was like there's a ton of people like watching this he's like yeah i know but that's stupid i can't believe people are watching that and he was wearing a packers hat so i was like well you like you like football oh, right like, you understand it. like do you think <laughs> <laughs> fucking packers fans no but i was like do you think Aaron Rodgers should be making what's his contract? Fucking ten million dollars a year, probably. Oh yeah. Oh. And uh, yeah, and he's literally like, yeah, but he's going out there and he's actually playing every Sunday. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but this kid is still playing. Like, but he's not making money because he's good at football. He's making money because people want to go watch him play football. 
Yeah. Right? Like, that's why fran- sports franchises make exactly. money is because people want to watch it. They sign, like, TV Sa- deals because so many okay. people are watching it. They say ticket sales. That's, and he's the best player, so they want to have that team because if they're good, more people will want to watch them play. That's what they're making their money from. You should ask Not because he's that good at throwing a football. Like, Ninja's yeah. making all that money because people are watching. I don't know. They just you don't understand, said, like, how that works. You should have said, okay. If he goes out there and plays every weekend, how come people? How come the best quarterback in the Canadian league, the Canadian Football League, doesn't make the same as Aaron Rodgers? Right, because that guy's exactly, going out there every dude. weekend playing. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because nobody fucking watches the Canadian Football exactly, League. Exactly. That's why dude. he doesn't get paid as why much. Why doesn't the best bowler in the world make as much as Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Because nobody or it's like gives the women's, a shit, dude. Yeah. It's like women's basketball versus men's basketball, like. I don't want to fucking get into that. Well, argument, they're just but, as good, Logan. What are you gonna say? Something you know bigoted I mean? now? It's like it's because what you're gonna say women as aren't as viewers. good as the men. It's viewers. All right, guys, this is our last episode ever because Logan's a fucking bigot, and we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, it is like no, like not that no, like there are. It's getting more popularity, but how many people bought a LeBron James jersey last year? Probably more people than bought all of women's jerseys combined. That's why LeBron James makes more money. Yeah. It's because he's such a brand. Everyone knows who he is because people want to watch him. Like, because okay, yeah, that's like even even if you take out the argument if they're better or not, which they are, you still more people are watching the Lakers play than I honestly don't know one <laughs> WNBA team. <laughs> that was bad, I, but but that's that's the whole point. Dude. That's the point. That's the whole point. That's the or point. like, dude, Sue Bird. The only reason I know who Sue Bird is is because everyone talks about how she doesn't get paid as much as LeBron James. LeBron James has more championship rings than Sue Bird has dunks in her career. Look that up. That's a real fucking fact. That's why nobody watches women's basketball. Dude. Like <laughs> okay, but okay, but let's go back to my example. Like you could leave you could leave women's out women's out of it, and we can prove the point right now. Like, we can leave women's basketball out of it and go back to my example with the Canadian Football League. Yeah. Those guys are doing the same thing the guys in the NFL are doing. Am I wrong? Right. No. So why are they not making as much as the NFL? They should be – the people in the Canadian Football League should be making more money than the NFL or the same amount as the NFL, right? Right. According to that logic. It's the exact same thing, yeah. Oh, wait. Like, it's the same fucking logic. It's the same thing. It's all about how many people are watching it. Like, that's what I love about, yeah. like, it's all it comes people down to hating it. on Jake Paul. They're like, how is he making so much money from all this? <laughs> like, it's because even if people hate him, people yeah. fucking want to watch it. Even if someone yeah. is watching it, purely hoping that he gets knocked out, you paying for that yeah. pay-per-view is just money into his pocket. It's because yeah. so many people want to watch it. But that's also, yeah. like, kind of a and whole Domino's circle back thing. A, like, the thing Domino's about Francis and Ganu not... Right, exactly. Because they know fucking 500,000 people are going to pay for the pay-per-views. But yeah. it's the same thing as, like, Francis Ngannou. Like, that's why he's mad. He's like, I'm fighting for the title. Like, you know how many people are going to watch this? You know how much money the UFC is making off of the title fight between him and Cyril Gaon last week? Probably yeah. a shit ton of money. Like, yeah. and he's like, how come I don't get paid more of that? I'm the reason here. That's why Conor McGregor makes a shit ton of money whenever he fights. He's not even that good anymore. But if he fights, he's such a big name that it's going to bring in so much fucking money for the UFC. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I don't what honestly the fuck don't do I know, know why it's an argument. What the fuck anymore, do I know, though, Lug? <laughs> you don't know shit. I fucking don't, dude. It's a fucking scrub, yeah. man. Dude, I say we 
I say we finish this episode out talking about the truck with a hundred monkeys in it. Oh shit, dude! Because I don't know shout what out. happened. Do you know what happened with that? I didn't shout really look out, into uh, it much. Our buddy Grant sent us an article about this, but uh, I don't know all the details. But there is a monkey or a monkey. There's a truck from the CDC that had a bunch of monkeys that they were doing. I don't know if. They said that none of the monkeys had any diseases. I think they were like test monkeys for the... It was for the CDC, right? I don't want to get this wrong. I don't want to have any misinformation. <laughs> but from the way that I understood it, these monkeys were from the CDC. And I believe that they were test monkeys. That well, they were let gonna... me read an article from Inside Edition. Here well, we go. I'll just give you the headline. Truck transporting 100 monkeys to CDC research lab crashes on Pennsylvania Highway. So they were transporting them to a CDC research lab. Not At from a bystander who came. Not from a CDC were, lab. No, they were transporting it. To well, the that's CDC what they lab. want you to fucking think, Logan. You're fucked, dude. You're getting monkey COVID now, and it's worse. It's a lot worse. <laughs> monkey COVID. But yeah, they can't just be fucking crashing with test monkeys, right? Like, you can crash a semi-truck with a bunch of fucking jars of pickles in it, but you can't be crashing a truck with infectious <laughs> disease monkeys. You can't be crashing test monkeys. Come on. <laughs> no, dude. You can crash a lot of shit, but you can't be crashing test monkeys, dude. <laughs> oh, man. They were... Yeah, I mean, you'd think there'd be, like, a police escort or something if it was, like, that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if these monkeys had... Uh... So, yeah, but they said none of them were diseased is what they told us. But we know how the CDC is and letting the public know what's going on behind closed doors. They're very good at it, and they're very upfront about everything they tell us, Logan. And don't you say otherwise. I agree. Just don't be surprised when the monkey COVID comes out. Yeah, and our friend our friend Grant sent us that, and he's very pro the CDC. He uh, loves Anthony Fauci. He bought his uh, memoir, and he watched. He's already watched the Anthony Fauci documentary that they made. He's watched it three times already. He loves Anthony Fauci, which I don't agree yeah. with everything the guy does, but hey, you know what? You can really just believe whatever you want. I don't care anymore. Yeah, as long as you're not hurting anyone. Whatever. Which they are. <laughs> I mean, like, physically hurting. Like, going around just, like, harassing people. That's just... <laughs> We're an hour All right, and thank you, guys. Uh, episode 13. Yeah, that is I thought it was episode, a good one, man. It was a really good one. I had fun. That was a good one. Um, episode 13, as I said last week, uh, it would be appreciated if you go on our Spotify bio and go to our anchor support page and um donate anywhere from 99 cents to ten dollars you know there's three different yeah. options that are on there so if you want to keep this podcast going gonna have to donate yeah gonna have to donate otherwise because otherwise it's not gonna be very professional and <laughs> you guys don't want that well it's so it's uh, gonna be professional because we're the most professional gonna, two lads on the internet yeah. you know what if you don't donate, we will take out a fucking loan. We will take out a loan for storage, yeah. and we will take out a loan for camera equipment. We're going to have to take out everything. a loan for $29,000 and buy a fucking tour bus and give tours of Dubuque. Do you guys want us doing that? Donate us money so we can continue to provide the most fucking reliable news source in the country. 
Okay? And that's all. Okay. Have a great day, guys. That's all we got. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone.